Hey there, before we get started, we want to take a moment to thank you for tuning in to the Kuhau Podcast. We hope it encourages you and draws you closer to Jesus as you listen. Let's get excited for this message and let's get ready to hear from God. We begin a new series today called Outpour. How many of you are ready for an outpour? If I'm too loud, just say I'm too loud and they'll put me down over there because I'm just going to I'm just going to go. Um, how many of you have a social media account? Some of you are lying, but okay, amen. Um, we have social media accounts, so you know one of the main hashtags that's up there right now is New Year, New. New Year, New. How many of you are tired of seeing the New Year, New? Because you see the same New Year, New Me for the people on your feet, and you're like, but you said the same thing last year and the year before that and the year before that and however long Instagram has existed, right? And, and we kind of judge them. We know we're not supposed to. We know we're supposed to be loving and embracing, but we judge them. Um, I do. Pray for me. Um, right? And you'll see, you know, a lot of people, uh, we're not going to say which sex they are, but, you know, we see some, a certain sex, right? Their new, their new year, new me, kind of always has to do with um, uh, clothes. They might not, they should not be. Yeah, you know, just new year, new me, and, and they're, they're, they're hiding behind this picture, but we know what they need is not a new picture, but maybe like a nutritionist, like, a, like an exercise person, right? Somebody to help them do that. I, I told you, I'm not judging. I'm just I'm sharing with you guys. It, I haven't gone to the gym yet. How many of you, how many of you go to the gym? No? Okay. We, we have a few. Um, some of you maybe have that plan. Maybe that's your New Year's resolution. But, but man, the gym is difficult um, in these days because the, the New Year knew me. Like, we'll see. I don't know if they have my, the picture ready. Right? Well, how many of you have seen something like this? They're doing the arm workout where uh, their butt is supposed to be. And they have their le- Like, it, it's just a mess. And where's, where's, where's Anthony? Have you seen that, Anthony? Oh, it's terrible. Right? So they have this new year, new me, and, and they do things like this. And it's funny, but New Year's resolutions usually only last 36 days. How many of you have some New Year's resolutions? Can, can I see some hands? I want, I want to see you guys in 34 days. Today's the what? The second? 34 days? My math is terrible, right? In 36 days, usually these New Year's resolutions end, and I feel that the reason that they end is because we have the fulfillment of that New Year, New Me, and we place, full, we place the full weight of that on ourselves, right? So, so one of the things that Holy Spirit, I believe, in starting this series wants us to understand is that He wants us to replace New Year, New Me with New Year, New We, New year, new we. Because a lot of times it's who we're connected to that determines the success of what we're doing on day 37. And, and what if the reason, and I got a, a couple of questions I want to ask you guys before I get into the word. What if the reason we are frustrated at the end of a year is found in how we begin the year? What if Holy Spirit is saying, I want to do something different through you this year? And we're like, amen, yes, do something different. Except when Holy Spirit says to be different. What if we are falling because we are putting too much of the weight of our success on ourselves and too little on God? 
What if when we create our goals, resolutions, and plans for 2022, we hashtag it New Year, New Me, we are inadvertently putting our faith in ourselves and our willpower instead of placing that faith in God? What if what we need is an outpouring of the revelation of all that Holy Spirit is willing to do in, through, and for you, and less revelation of how strong we pretend to be? And, and the reason I said revelation is because when, when we hear the term outpour, right, we expect God to open up the heavens and to pour out a blessing that we've never seen before. When we say outpour, we expect that God is going to do something on the earth that's never been done, but biblically that's incorrect. Because everything and anything that God is going to do has already been done. So, so when we say outpouring, that outpouring is not going to be falling down from heaven. It's going to be coming out of you. So when we talk about new year, new we, everything around us will turn around and will be the new that we want it to be only when we decide, Holy Spirit, what are we going to do? Holy Spirit, who do you want me to be? Holy Spirit, how do you want me to communicate? Holy Spirit, what changes do you need me to make? And when we begin speaking this way, all of a sudden out of us, something is going to pour out. This is why Jesus said, for those that believe in me from inside of them will stir rivers of living water and these rivers of living water is going to be like a like a spiritual acid reflux how many, how many of you don't am i the only one that deals with that you know you know it, it stinks when you got to sleep like this it, ha it happened at 40 like the day the minute i turned 40 everything messed up for me like, like 40 is the devil. I don't know. Like, like 40 for me, like it's something different. And, and acid reflux, right, when you eat something and you eat it and all of a sudden at night it wants to come out. I believe that God is doing such a move that if we begin to feed on him and feed on his revelation and feed on his goodness and feed on his mercy and feed on his love, it's going to fall out all over everyone around us. How many of you need a move like that? Now, now, the verse that I want to use, I'm going to be using it this week and in two weeks. And it's found in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 4 through 6. I'm going to try to teach a little bit. And I say a little bit because I know I'm going to preach at some point. And, and I tend to get crazy and carried away. Um, but, but I do want to teach because I believe that we're setting a foundation of something that God has been going to be doing in our lives in the next six weeks. So the Apostle Paul says we carry this confidence in our hearts because of our union with Christ before God. Somebody say because of. Say that. Come on, say that. Because of. In other words, if I'm going to be confident about my new year, new we, it's going to be because of my union with Christ. It's not going to be because of my church membership. It's not going to be because of how much I tithe last year. It's not going to be because of how holy I pretend to be and think that I am. It's going to be because of my union with Christ. Amen? So he keeps going. Wow, I got glasses here for a reason. It keeps going and it says, yet we don't see ourselves as capable enough to do anything in our own strength. Somebody say anything. You know what anything means in Greek? Anything. 
anything. It says, I don't put my confidence in myself. The psalmist said in Psalm 16 too, I said to the Lord, you are my maker and my master. Any good thing you find in me has come from you. Any good thing you find in me has come from you. When Pastor Lisa and Pastor Ro, God bless you guys. I love you. I miss you. I know you're enjoying this. We miss you. How many of you guys miss Pastor Ro and Pastor Lee? Amen. But, but when I think about this verse, anything that, that's good in me, it's because of you. I think about when Pastor Lee came to my cousin's wake. Right? It was a heartbreaking time for me. And, but she was able to see who I was by who was at the wake. Right? Because one thing is to share it and to preach about it. But, but when you guys meet me, it's hard to believe that I used to do some of the things that I used to do. But when you see the circle that was at this wake, like, like I, remember, I remember that there was a bunch of people from church that went. And they were holding their purses a little bit tighter. Uh, they, they, they were kind of a little nervous, right? They, they stood behind me because they was like, you know, if we're behind him, we're kind of good. Um, you know, but, but you're able to see what God has done in my life. But everything good in my life, I know it's because of God. Because I know there wasn't anyone in my past that demonstrated to me the life that God is calling me to live. When God tells you to love your enemy, I don't know about you, but if you're from the hood, hood, right? Because some people say they're from the hood, but it's like, <laughs> that's not the hood, you know. But if you're from the hood, hood, you know it's hard to love your enemies, Good or man from all my hood folk. Like, like it's hard. No, like it's really hard. <laughs> like it's hard to love your enemy. But, but, but the only way to get to that place is when you say, you know what? It's a new year and it's a new we. It's 2022. Because if two on earth come into agreement, anything can be done. So if I can find my way in 2022 to say an amen to everything God already says about me. So if God says that I'm the righteousness of God and I find a way to say amen. If God says that I'm the head and not the tail and I find a way to say amen. If God says that I'm healed and I find a way to say amen. I don't care what variant they said they say comes out i'm gonna say amen i'm gonna say i am healed i'm gonna say i am covered i'm gonna say i am shielded why because if two on earth come into agreement it shall be done we need to remember during these times that because we got the spirit of god we are able to say with confidence he he who is for me is greater than he that is against me and if I understand that we're talking about an outpour of the Spirit, that, and that, that the outpour is going to come out of us, not out of heaven, because all of heaven is already within you. That's another teaching for another day. Let me, let me go back to the verse. See, I told you I get too excited. He alone, say he alone. He alone makes us adequate ministers who are focused on an entirely new covenant. Our ministry is not based on the letter of the law, but through the power of the Spirit. The letter of the law kills, but the Spirit pours out life. I'm going to say that again. The Spirit 
pours out life. So what's going to be, what's this outpouring we're talking about? It is an outpouring of life. It is not an outpouring of death. It is not an outpouring of resentment. It is not an outpouring of bitterness. It is not an outpouring of the curses that have followed our family for many years. No, 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 no. When we come to Christ, we are a new creation. Old things have passed away, and behold, everything is made new. And now, because of your union with Christ, you're going to pour out life we're gonna pour out life upon our children we're gonna pour out life in staten island we're gonna pour out life in the school system we're gonna pour out life on the streets we're gonna pour out life on the trains we're gonna pour out life wherever we go why because i have nothing else to pour out because he who who is with me is so great that he's gonna pour himself out of me now, now, I found it interesting, and this is why I say that God has a sense of humor. How many of you know God has a sense of humor? Like, like we'll be like, that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Never again. And, that, and then God brings you 10 people. And he's like, I want you to love all 10. Right? Or we'll be like, that's it. I quit. And God says, nah, you're just getting started. Don't, don't, don't look. Wow. What was that? Oh, that's cool. I ain't going to drink it till later. Well, thank you. How many of you, don't, don't look at your, your spouse. Don't look at them. Don't look at them. But how many of you were ever like, that's it. This is the end of us. I told you not to look. <laughs> right? And we say that, and then God says, nah, you're just getting started. I'm, I'm going to give you more love for him or her than you ever had in and of yourself. I'm going to show you things in him or her that you never thought were there. I'm going to give you opportunities to love him or her that you never thought were possible. Why? Because the Bible says that he has poured his love into our souls by way of his Holy Spirit. So if Holy Spirit is within you, the love of God is also within you. Mm. That word spirit is interesting to me. Because in days of COVID, when they're telling you, like, not to breathe on people, I was dying to get up there because I hate that mask. Find a good or an amen, somebody. Like, like, I detest it. Like, I think I have nightmares about it. Like, like, oh, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. The word spirit in the Hebrew is the word ruach. Is the word ruach, and it's used 378 times. The Greek word is pneuma, which was used 379 times. In other words, Holy Spirit, there's a verse talking about the Spirit of God. There's at least one verse for every single day of your year. In other words, Holy Spirit wants to be present in your life every single day of 2022. Because instead of this hashtag new year, new me, he wants you to begin hashtagging new year, new we. But he wants that we to be based on your relationship that is going to be based on with Holy Spirit. And it's going to be me and you, God. And if it's me and you, God, I don't know how we can lose. It might feel like we're losing. It might feel like it's getting worse. And I know the government is telling us all types of things. But we have a decision that we need to make. Are we going to believe that it's 
going to get from bad to worse? Or are we going to believe that our God is more than able? Are we going to believe that God cannot lie? That he's not a man to lie nor the son of man to repent? And there has to be an end to this. But when the end comes, where are we going to be? See, I don't want to be the type of believer that waits for circumstances to determine how effective I can be. I want Holy Spirit to determine how effective I can be. And when we read scripture, we see that he moved over and over again. Now, the reason I say God is funny is because spirit means three different things in scripture, right? So when we see the word ruach, it means spirit wind or breath what three things spirit wind spirit spirit i told you i'm I'm trying to teach today so every time you see that word wind breath or spirit when you're reading the old testament i want you to begin thinking ruach ruach in other words, when, when, when certain writers were writing and they put breath, what they meant was spirit. Y'all with me? So, so when we go to, we're going to go to Genesis, but while we go to Genesis chapter 2, I, I read this and it, and it impacted me. It says, it is one of the earliest perceptions of Hebrew faith that humans live only because of the stirring of the divine breath or spirit within them. So the Hebrews from which we get our Old Testament, they believe that the only reason we're even here today is because of the stirring of God's spirit or the stirring of God's breath within us. In other words, it doesn't matter how bad, dirty, ugly your life got or is, you still have the stirring of the divine spirit within you. Because it doesn't matter how far you run from God, you are still created in the image and the likeness of God. So so when I read this and I go to Genesis chapter 2, it says, Then the Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground and breathed. What word is there? Come on, help me, church. Say it loud with some conviction. Ruach. Some of y'all like that word sounds weird. It's spelled weirder. Um, Then the Lord formed the man of the the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the ruach, the breath of life. And the man became a living creature. And the Lord God planted a garden in Eden in the east. And there he put the man whom he had formed. Hashtag new year, new we. Why do we need a new we? Because before you were created, God had already created your purpose. There's a purpose. And that purpose is the reason that you're still here. That purpose is the reason that death couldn't take you out. That purpose is the reason that no matter how hard you try to run from God, he runs harder towards you. That purpose is the reason that he keeps forgiving you and he keeps loving you and he keeps pouring out his life over you. Why? Because the Ruach is still breathing in over you. The Ruach is still stirring within you. See, look what the Bible says. He was just a form until God breathed his life in 
into him. If we're going to serve effectively, we need his ruach. If I'm going to preach effectively, I need his ruach. If I'm going to worship effectively, I need his ruach. If I'm going to be behind the camera and get the scenes that need to be caught, I need his ruach. If I'm going to be a good husband, can I get an amen? I need some ruach. If you're going to be a good wife, you need some ruach. If you're going to be a good parent, you need some ruach. If you're going to work these, walk these streets in the middle of the COVID pandemic and make it to the other end of the tunnel, you need some ruach. I love me some Genesis. Job chapter 33 verse 4. It says, God's spirit has fashioned me. And the breath of the highest one imparts life to me. I love it. God, it says, God's spirit has fashioned me. And the breath of the almighty imparts life to me. Come on, church. All of you guys are sitting right there. And you've been breathing this whole time. Did you even realize it? No. Because we take it for granted. But you're breathing. And what you don't understand and what I'm trying to preach to you today is the same way on the outside. And it's the reason we say that you're alive inside of you. There's an inner man that's also... He's also breathing inside of you. God's spirit is breathing inside of you. And he wants to give you visions and dreams and power and ability and all of these things that you feel that you don't have. If you feel inadequate, allow yourself to meditate on the fact that Ruach is inside of you. His breath is inside of you because the minute that stops you... a bunch of men in scripture that the bible says holy spirit came upon them and they were turned into another person how many of you need this sort of thing in your life that you're in 2022 and your 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 mindset has been is just another year if your mindset is is just another year it's probably because you're already expecting that it's gonna be just another year like last year just another year like the year before but if you change your new year new me into new year new we you be you're gonna begin leaning on god's spirit and god's spirit is gonna transform you into another man god's spirit is gonna transform you into another woman god's spirit is going to transform you into another husband. God's spirit is going to transform you into another leader. God's spirit will transform you. The life that is led by the spirit of God has convictions. The life that is led by the spirit of God is stable. The life that is led by the spirit of God is joyful. See, I didn't say happy. I said joyful. Because happy depends on what's going on outside of me. But joy depends on who lives inside of me. 
And when we read scripture, we see men like David. We see men like Samson. We see men like Saul who were anything but perfect. Can I get an amen, somebody? These men were as imperfect as perfect as imperfect can be. Like, yeah, we applaud them and we talk about, no, but David, like, he had a sling and he, he knocked that giant down. But then Bathsheba knocked him down. Imperfection at its best. But the Bible says that when Holy Spirit would come upon him, he was able to slay thousands upon thousands of the enemy. Why? Because God's Spirit gave him the ability to do so. There's some of us, we've been losing, man. If we're honest, like, we've been losing. But today I want to tell you, you've been losing. Because all of your energy, all of your strategies, all of your goals have been based on you. And God is saying, I see further than you see i see deeper than you see i see more than you see why limit yourself to your vision when i'm I'm trying to give you a vision of everything from the beginning to the end see things from my perspective how many of you know like an eagle stronger than a pigeon but pigeons fly around in crowds eagles Eagles are willing to fly alone. See, because eagles have to be able to fly higher than other birds are able to fly. Pigeons don't need that kind of height. Pigeons don't need that type of ability. But I'm here to tell somebody that God is calling you to be an eagle and to stop being a pigeon. Because pigeons fly in crowds, but eagles fly alone. And God is saying, if you're willing to make me your we and stop waiting for them to be your we. Because some of us are stuck because we're hanging around with stuck people. (laughs) Come on. I'm not saying not to love them. You can love them. But make them follow you. Make them chase after you. Make them come up on your level. Make them follow your dream. Why? Because God is the one that's calling you to greater. Oh, man, I only got 18 minutes. I want to get into the Old Testament. Let's go to the book of Ezekiel because this one really blew my mind. The prophet Ezekiel in chapter 37, look what he says. The hand of the Lord was upon me. And he brought me out in the spirit of the Lord, in the ruach of the Lord, and set me down in the middle of the valley. It was full of bones. And he led me around them, and behold, there were, there were many on the surface of the valley, and behold, they were very dry. And he said to me, son of man, can these bones live? Is there anything or anyone in your life? That you look at it and you're like, yo, is this thing dead? Is this the end of the chapter for this? Is my dream dead, Lord? Is my purpose dead? Is my relationship dead? Are you done with me? This is what the prophet, what what he says to ask the prophet, "Can, can these bones live? And I answered, Lord, only you know. Verse 4, then he said to me, prophesy over these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, behold, I will cause ruach, breath, to enter you and you shall live. 
And I will, and, and you shall live. Where am I? Behold, there we go, verse 6. And I will lay sinews on you, and I will cause flesh to come upon you and cover you with skin. And I will put ruach, breath, in you. And you shall live, and you will know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a sound. And behold, a rattling. And the bones came together, bone to its bone. And then I looked, and behold, there were sinews and flesh that came upon them and skin covered them. But there was no breath in them. We have so many people that they're walking around and they're walking the part. And they sound like the part. They look like the part, but they're not the part. Because you're not the part or you're not everything God has called you to be until his ruach is moving inside of you. Until his spirit is moving you to be what you can be. In other words, if your 2021 was good, God is saying, I want to make it greater. I want to make it better. Let me, let me breathe on you. We're, we're so focused on COVID and on, on, on that kind of breath. God is saying, what if we begin to focus on his kind of breath? What if we begin to focus on him breathing on us instead of being worried on them breathing on us? No, no, come on, church. I want God to breathe on me, but I'm not going to allow that breath to come if I'm living a life of fear. I'm trying, I'm trying. He says, he says, he says, come he, then he said to me, prophesy to the breath, son of man, and say to the breath, thus says the Lord, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe on these that are dying so that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me. And then it says, and the breath came into them, and they lived and stood on their feet, an exceedingly great army. You know what I love about this? Did the bones ever say to God, God, send your breath? Did the bones have time to do a whole worship series for him? Did the bones have time to give an offering? Did the bones have time to change how they dress? Did the bones have time to change how they talk? Did the bones have time to change their habits? No, they were dead. Just like maybe some of us today feel dead. But let me tell you that what provokes life in you is not what you do. It's simply hearing what his voice is saying and his voice is saying saying just let me breathe I don't I'm not asking you to do I'm not asking you to stop doing all I'm saying is let me on you let me breathe let me breathe let me breathe in you because if I breathe in you nothing will be the same if I breathe in you things will begin to connect that we're disconnected if I breathe in you, that which is dead will come back to life. Why? Because I'll change your perspective if I breathe in you. And if I change your perspective, when, you, when your perspective is changed, he doesn't change what you see, but he changes how you see what you see. And when he changes how you see what you see, what you see begins to change. How many can say amen? Oh, 
I lost y'all with that one. Verse 14, look what he says. I will put my spirit within you and you shall live. And I will place you in your own land. Then you will know that I am the Lord, that I have spoken and I will do it. Look at this. I have spoken and I will do it. I'm going to say that again. I have spoken and I will do it. New year, new we. He has spoken and I'm going to say amen and he's going to do it in and through me. He has promised. I'm going to say amen and he's going to do it through me. He has given me a word and I'm going to say amen and he's going to do it through me. I might be a mess when I get there, but how many can say amen? We're going to get there. I might be dragging myself when I get there, but I'm going to get there. I might have said a few tears I might have cursed a little something something I might have gotten mad here and there I might have been done a bunch of things I didn't want to do but I'm gonna get there you're gonna get there you're gonna get there on YouTube you're gonna get there on this side there's a few but y'all gonna get there too why because if he said it he gotta do it he gotta do it he gotta do it it's just that he has to he's God The book of Joel, I want to talk about a new prophet. I got 11 minutes left. The book of Joel, he says, and it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out. Somebody say outpour. Some, like if you believe it, say outpour. He says, I will pour out. I will create an outpour of my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. And your young men will have visions. On the male and female servants, in those days, I will pour out of my spirit. He said, there's going to come a day when I'm going to pour my spirit on all flesh. He didn't say good flesh. He said all flesh. He didn't say good people. He said all people. He didn't say those that, those that had their theology right. He said all people. He didn't say those that had their convictions right. He said all people. He didn't say those that, that worshipped on the right note. No, he said all people. I will pour out my spirit on all people. Oh, Jesus. Can, can, can I mention him? Jesus said in John chapter 16, it is better that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper, the comforter, the spirit of God, the ruach will not come to you. But if I go, I'll send them to you. Come on, people. Jesus? Walk on water, Jesus? It's better if you go away? Jesus? Take a few loaves and a few fish and multiply them amongst 4,000 people? You? Go away? It's better? Jesus? Healing people by mistake, Jesus? Making mud, putting them on somebody's eye and the person seeing Jesus? Jesus resurrected from the dead, Jesus? Jesus? You? It's better that you go away? 
I don't know about you, but I would have been just like the disciples. You bugging. Lord, you bugging right now. You go away is better for me? There ain't no way. But he said, yeah, it's better. Why? Because when Jesus was here walking the earth, he was limited. What? Jesus was limited. Jesus bound himself to the laws of humanity. So he could only be in one place at one time. But how many of you know there was a lot of people in need in Jesus' day? A lot of people got loved in Jesus' day. Just like there's a lot of people in need in our day. There's a lot of people he loves in our day. There's people that you could reach that I can't reach. There's people that I can reach that you can't reach. There's people that our church can reach that other churches can't reach. There's other people that other churches can reach that we can't reach. But why are we able to do this? Because Jesus said, it's better for you that I go away. Because if I go away, the promise that the prophet Joel said in chapter 2 of Joel, when he said he's going to pour out his spirit on all flesh, that can't happen while I'm here. But if I go away, and if I die on the cross, my blood is going to cleanse you and make you as perfect as you can ever be. And because my blood is going to cleanse you, and you're going to be as perfect as you can possibly be, my spirit, which is holy, can now crawl into you and can make you everything that you're supposed to be. All of us sudden you'll have freedom like you never knew why because where the spirit of the lord is there is freedom where the spirit of the lord is there is blessing where the spirit of the lord is there is strength where the spirit of the lord is things that are coming at you at 100 miles an hour when holy spirit comes on you all of a sudden they're coming in slow motion i was out of service do we have any puerto ricans in the house I'm home. <laughs> Y'all know a man named Gigi Avila? Y'all better, because if not, you lose that card. <laughs> He's one of our heroes. He was a Puerto, Rican, a Puerto Rican evangelist, former Mr. America, former Mr. Universe, and God calls him, and he begins preaching. God fills him with his spirit. A little man, this dude was like this. He was tiny. But when he spoke, things happened. When he spoke, things moved. When he spoke, even nature, even nature responded to him. And I say this personally. I was a kid of about, I was 17 years old. Like, like a little, few years ago. Right? And, and I was at one of his services. And he was preaching, and he was getting to the end of his sermon. And towards the end of his sermon, it starts pouring. And it's raining, and it's raining. And I'm already, like, looking for my stuff. I'm looking for my church, right? Because I was in a Pentecostal church. How many of you know, if you don't get in that van, when they take off, you just stranded. So, so I'm getting ready. I'm looking for them, right? He says, and he says, he lifts up his arms, and he said, no, 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 
I don't want anyone to move. It's pouring. It's pouring. But when this man spoke, you listened. And he said, Jehová. Right? That's what I used to pray. He said, Lord, all I need is five more minutes. Let it stop now. And it stopped raining. It stopped raining. That blew my mind. I had never seen something like this. But what blew my mind even more is that suddenly above where he was preaching, three doves began to do a circle on top of him while he finished doing what God had called them to do. When I saw that, I said, God, if you could do it in him, you could do it in me. If you can use him, you can use me. And on that day, when I was 17 years old, God filled me with his spirit. He filled me with his spirit and I've never been the same. I preach in the midst of my struggles because his spirit is inside of me. When I say, Lord, I'm not going to preach no more, he says, that's what you think. There's a fire in you that I put in you that's greater than the pain that you're going through. So I just keep preaching. I keep chugging. I keep going. I keep grinding. Why? Because his spirit breathes life into me. At 17, his spirit came inside of me when I saw what God did in that little man. But he wasn't a little man. Because your stature on the outside doesn't determine your stature on the inside. When the Ruach of God begins to breathe on you, all of a sudden everything changes. This is why before Jesus goes up into heaven, in the gospel of John chapter 20 verse 22, it says, and he said this, he breathed on them and he said to them, receive the Holy Spirit. All the way in Genesis, all the way to the book of John, we see the same thing. Wherever God breathes, life follows. Wherever God breathes, changes follow. Wherever God breathes, miracles follow. And if there's anything that our church needs, and I'm talking about the church in the world, if there's anything we need is God's breath. We've become too dependent on everything around us and too self-reliant on ourselves but God is saying in 2022 is a new year new we we're gonna do some things we're gonna cause some changes we're gonna make some moves we're gonna go into places that we would have never thought we could go into simply because God breathed after he said this he says guys I need y'all to wait I need you to wait a few days because I'm going to go to daddy and I'm going to ask daddy to send you the promise. But you just wait for me. Just chill. Stop getting so antsy. Yo, chill. Relax. Right? What Aaron Rodgers said, chill. <laughs> My wife looking at me because she can't stand Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> just chill. And then he says in Acts chapter 2, when the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. And suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind. 
Ruach means spirit, breath, and wind. He says, he says, wind. And it filled the entire house where they were sitting. And all of a sudden, they began speaking in new tongues. They began speaking a new language. Why? Because when you come into a new kingdom, you have to learn a new language. If you come into America from another country and you want to be successful, you got to learn the language of the Americans, whether you like it or not. My mom, I don't want to talk about my mom because she gets me frustrated, but she doesn't want to talk English, right? So she has to depend on other people to do it for her. But in the kingdom of God, when he takes you from the kingdom of darkness and he says, I'm going to put you in the kingdom of God. I'm going to put you in the kingdom of light. I'm going to change your language. But in order to change your language, I got to breathe on you. I'm going to breathe on you. And all of a sudden when he breathed, everything changed. Everything changes when God breathes. What if today? God wants to breathe again. What if he wants to breathe on you? I heard God spoke to me this morning. And he said, historically, historically, whenever something negative has happened to humanity, God counteracts it with his grace. In a way that parallels what's going on. If today humanity is perishing because there's a, an infected breath that is causing death, God is saying, My revival is coming. My Ruach is coming. And I'm going to breathe again. But it's not going to be an infected breath. I'm going to breathe. I'm going to breathe. And when God breathes in you, all we have to do is lift up our hands. Let's lift up our hands and say, Lord, I don't deserve it. I don't know how it happened. But I'm going to give it back to you. The psalmist said, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. His breath is within you. How many of you are believers in Jesus Christ? Can I see your hand? Listen to me. The Bible says no one can say Jesus is Lord if not by the Holy Spirit. So guess who caused you to raise your hand? Guess who caused you to clap your hands? Guess who caused you to turn that ignition and get your butt here to church today? See, that same spirit is already inside of you. He's already there. And all he's asking is for permission. Permission to do all the things that only he can do. Permission to touch things that only he can touch. Permission to release the miraculous in your life. To release his power in your life. To release his grace in your life. Can we stand and can we just worship because his Ruach is within us. Because we understand that everything that has breath has to praise the Lord. 
because this breath is coming from him it's coming from him everything is his your life is his the person next to you their life is his and he's saying I'm going to use you 2022 I'm going to raise up my hands and I'm going to sing you're worthy you're worthy you're worthy because I'm still here you're worthy he's worthy he's worthy he's worthy he's worthy I dare you to sing this with all your heart
I want to do two prayers today. I want to do two prayers. The first one, whether you're on YouTube or you're here, if you haven't experienced this life that we're talking about, this is your opportunity. Begin 2022, the first Sunday of the year, by saying, Jesus, yes. I don't know what my yes means, but I believe that you love me. I believe that you died for me. And I believe that you live for me. If that's you, I want you to say this prayer with me. I want you to close your eyes wherever you are and just say, Jesus, I believe that you came for me. And because of you coming for me, I am forgiven and I still breathe. I accept you into my life in Jesus' name. Amen. The second prayer is for everyone. The Bible says that the promise of His Spirit is for all people. If you've never experienced His breath or His breathing, or it's been a while since you experienced it, when I was 15 years old, I had an accident. I'm not going to get into the details. But they gave me this little machine that I had to breathe into because my lungs had collapsed. And until I was able to move it, they wouldn't let me get out of the hospital because I couldn't breathe on my own. Some of you feel that way. I feel it in my spirit. Some of you feel that way. You feel like the only reason you've made it this far is because you're connected to all sort of contraptions, whether they be drugs, whether they be sex, whether they be alcohol, whether they be whatever it might be. But God is saying, let me breathe on you so that you don't need those things anymore. Let me breathe on you so that you can stop depending on machines. If that's you, Holy Spirit of God, right now, breathe, breathe. Break the scroll, break the seal, worthy one. Breathe, breathe. Open the scroll, break the seal, worthy one. Breathe, breathe. Open the scroll, break the seal, worthy one. Hold in the scroll, break the seal, worthy one. Breathe, 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 breathe. No, in the scroll, break the seal, worthy one. Breathe, just receive it, just receive it. I prophesy now. Oh, in the scroll, break the Dry bones, worthy one. Live in the name of Jesus. I prophesy right now. Breathe, Holy Spirit. Breathe, 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 breathe. Once again, we want to thank you for tuning in. Subscribe now and stay connected to all of our latest messages. And if this message really blessed you, pass along the blessing by sharing it with a friend. We pray that you will be given the opportunity to apply this message, and we hope that you enjoy the rest of your day. God bless.